Two most disliked politicians in America, Trump and Biden, both are consumed by chaos, negativity, and grievances of the past. The better choice for a better America? Nikki Haley. I have a different style and approach. I'll fix our economy, close our border, and strengthen the cause of freedom. We need a new generation of conservative leadership to get it done. I'm Nikki Haley, and I approve this message. And on the eighth day, God looked down on his planned paradise and said, I need a man to test the will and goodness of a free people. So God made a dictator. God said, I need a man who failed in everything but theft and broken promises to live in a golden palace and convince the poor he serves their needs. So God made a dictator. God said, I need a wicked man to lead the common folk with hatred and fear. So God made a dictator. God said, I need a corrupt man who is above the law and immune from justice. So God made a dictator. God said, I need a man who will use violence to seize power. So God made a dictator. God said, I need a man whose followers will call black white, call evil good, and call criminals hostages. So God made a dictator. God said, I need his political party to obey without question, and the press fear his wrath. So God made a dictator. God said, I need a cruel man who uses his power and position to punish and harm his opposition. So God made a dictator. God said, I need a man who breaks the faith of even his most godly followers and leads them to idolatry, place him above me. So God made a dictator. And then God said, I sent this man to test you and until you cast him down, you have failed. So God made a dictator. There are four days left to fund the government, but lawmakers in the House took a snow day today. Does that mean they're confident the deal, the spending deal that is on the table will pass? Is it going to pass? Is that why they took today off? <laughs> I don't really think one has to do with the other, Katie, to be honest with you. Uh, the, the situation, the movement right now on this short-term spending deal is in the Senate. So House leaders didn't really need to be physically in Washington for this process to move itself forward. We do expect the Senate to take the first step, a procedural step, uh, toward passing this continuing resolution. Uh, it could take until Sunday if even one senator holds up the process, which would get us past that Friday deadline. But there is the expectation that there is enough votes in both the Senate and the House uh, to pull this all together in time to avert the worst uh, consequences of a government shutdown. But they do need to get back here to Washington to make that happen. And now House uh, members won't be back here till tomorrow at the earliest, Katie. Is this still just a stopgap measure? Yeah, it's very much just a shop stopgap measure. It's really just punting the larger conversations about passing uh, these 12 different appropriations bills until the early spring. Uh, right now, it's a two-tiered system, much like we have already faced uh, in the uh, last quarter uh, of 2023. So there would now be a deadline of March 1st and March 8th, as opposed to this Friday, and then into the middle of February. Uh, but that does give the negotiators more time uh, to work through this top-line number that all the sides have agreed to. The real issue uh, right now is with House Republicans. Uh, they still remain angry with Speaker Mike Johnson for cutting this deal with the White House and with the Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer. Uh, they still need to fill out the details of this budget agreement. But there's the real possibility, Katie, that once they get to that point that these appropriations bills will have to be passed under suspension, meaning that they need two-thirds of House members in order to pass them because they won't make it through the House Rules Committee because it is stacked with some of the most conservative members of 
the House because of the deal that Kevin McCarthy made to become speaker. So while there's optimism that they'll ultimately get this done, uh, there is still a number of hurdles that stand in the way before they get to that and final passage. Yeah, and there's also a question of what this means for Speaker Johnson's future as Speaker of the House. Right. This is the primal scream of a dying regime. Pray for our enemies, because we're going medieval on these people. You're just not got a free shot on all these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it. I know you don't like hearing that. I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen. And where do people like that go to share the big lie? MAGA media. I wish in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Tuesday, 16 January, year of our Lord, 2024. Uh, we were going to have a jam-packed House of Congressmen, but they took a snow day. I kid you not. Uh, Boris Epstein just texted us. I think he stepped out of the courtroom. President Trump's getting ready to leave. The speech is going to take place in Atkinson, New Hampshire. We're going to cover live, start to finish, but it's going to be a little delayed. It's supposed to be, I think, now at this time. Probably, I think, probably closer to 6.30 or 7, but we got a packed show anyway, and we'll do a pregame on that. Uh, as President Trump goes in the hash, New Hampshire after the huge victory uh, last night. Of course, the Lincoln Project, and that would be the Lincoln Project, they had a little problem with, I don't know, pedophilia. Some of the guys there, some questionable backgrounds. They've raised a ton of money still, and of course they're coming in hard for President Trump. It's not going to matter, but we'll get to all of it. Uh, the business before us. We've got speeches. We've got we've got this uh, Donnie Brook in New Hampshire, uh, neocon Nikki. Uh, has not uh, has not taken the wisest path and dropped out. Ron DeSantis somehow is wandering around somewhere, uh, still thinks he has a path. Uh, Congressman Rosendale joins me uh, from Montana, the great state of Montana. Okay, midnight, at the stroke of midnight on Friday, the Biden regime's uh, government runs out of money. Uh, right now we heard that Speaker Johnson is over at the White House this afternoon with uh, Chuck Schumer and McConnell and uh, Hakeem Jeffries, Minority leader uh, with a confab. Have we have we bolted on? By the way, one of the things they were talking about there is the supplemental. But have we taken and bolted on the HR two and the border security to the overall CR and not just have it side pocket out to the to the supplemental? My uh, point is, if we don't shut the border down by midnight on Friday, which seems unlikely, was will this government run out of money? Uh, I, that is my intention. Okay, that is my intention. As you saw, I came out today. Everybody's talking about shutting the government down. All well, it took was this uh, all it took was two inches of snow, and they shut the government down for Pete's sake. Okay, and I might duly note that around the Capitol and uh, in the Supreme Court, they haven't even they haven't even taken they haven't even swept the streets. Yeah, inch and a half. This is nothing. This is a this is nothing. This, this is a spring day in my. I'm telling you, I had to wait until it warmed up to 25 below yesterday so that they could de-ice my jet so I could fly out. Not my jet. It's commercial jet. Commercial right? jet, right. So it, I had to wait until it warmed up to 25 below so right. that the de-icer would work. Well, that, so hold it. Let's go back to that. The, the, the folks in Montana 
right? There's not an easy dollar made in Montana. They're all no, hard. there's not. They're all hard. These people know how to work. What did they think when they declare a snow day when there's two inches of snow? And there is ice, right? A lot of flights. And by the way, bad storm going up the East Coast. Yeah. First of all, I'm not even sure they understand why you take the weekend off. It proves to them how soft these people are. All it does is confirm their worst fears, that there's a bunch of people that work in this city that are very, very soft, and they're they're accurate. Look, I've had conversations. The the conference had a conversation on Sunday. We had a big call, and everybody was listening. I heard that didn't go particularly well. I heard heard speakers. I got in the queue right at the very beginning of it and said, are we going to allow – Chuck Schumer and Mitch McConnell to dictate policy in the House? Are we a separate entity? Are we going to put out there? You you, you say that 85% of the people in this country recognize that the border is wide open. There's an invasion taking place. You say that it's an absolute imminent threat to our national security. I hear these proclamations from everybody. He took 60 members of Congress down there. As you know, I went down with Biggs right. and Gates the and Crane. Point. Yeah, Bob Good. Yeah. We we went down it there to actually do fir- some ride it, it wasn't your first rodeo. Yeah. You've been down there enough that you want to go down. You, you sp- talk to the inspector general. You got a real briefing. Exactly. Down. So – However, I but, said, jo- but Johnson as a, as a team were all down there saying, hey, this is a national security This is issue. a problem. It's not about uh, immigration anymore. Right. This is national security. Right. And we're going to have to either shut the border or shut the government. And that's what they said. So, so I got in the queue and said, are you really willing to do that? Or are we going to allow Mitch McConnell and Chuck Schumer to dictate policy in the House? And I've got a whole bunch of uh, uh, you know, around the barn kind of talk. And one of my good friends – uh, texted me that's that's a member and said that's a no basically but in in fairness and i won't say everything that we discussed but but speaker johnson called me up after that call and i said you know the right thing to do he knows the right thing to do people on that floor know the right thing to do stop showing fear do the right thing the people are with us. That's what I continue to say. The people are with us. So if it takes Hang no more is funding any, for the federal government. In the conference, we have guys on here all the time, men and women. Is anybody in the conference prepared to step forward and say their district does not support shutting down the border immediately? And if they have to, just defund the government until it does? Is, is anyone willing to say that their no, district no, does they, not support does that? Does not support no. that? No. No, nobody then, says that. Then why are we having this conversation? Exactly. That's what I say. So what's the response of leadership? Well, at least he didn't say it, it, it was done as of Sunday. So at least they're still having some kind of discussions. I'm holding they're hope out over hope. discussions because the, the war room posse and you sure. are lighting them up. Nonsense. Sure. By the way, two zero two 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 five three one two one. First thing you ask them, what in the hell are you taking a snow day for? When yeah. the, the clock's ticking, we only got four days left. They're, they're, they've got a bayonet to their back. They understand they're under the spotlight now. First off, are they, they're trying to do the old three-card money right. to tie it to Ukraine. Okay? I, what I, well, I've been very clear that there's no appetite to have a supplemental of any form or fashion. Not at all. It's bad now, enough. Now, now, most of the people in the conference do support you now, correct? Because people are yeah. saying, hey, you can't bring up Ukraine. we got this mess over here. Can't do it. Don't want to hear it. Don't, don't want to hear it. So so I, I think that we have been able to keep this, the this bolted, the supplement. Bolted. I don't care what it's bolted to. I think that the supplemental. No, 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 I'm saying to take the borders now off the supplemental and now back on the The CR. border is back on its own issue. And the only thing that we're discussing in, in, in regards to the border is are we going to continue to fund the federal government? 
That yes. now is what it is tied to. It is not. People, the border people, is not tied to a people, supplemental. People in the audience understand that actually, and this is just the way the city works, that's a big change. That's a big move. That is a big move because they were trying to, if you listen to the conversation 60 days ago, they were saying that the border security needs to be tied to Ukraine funding. And, and there was enough outrage from enough people around the conference saying, we're not going to do that. You getting your, the posse out there putting pressure on their representatives. Yes. And I continue to say that is what it is going to take. People have to put pressure on their representatives. We've got a core of a half a dozen or eight people. People that will stand up and, 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 and be the leaders on these issues. But by golly, we've got to have 218 votes. But if you have, you know, on, on the previous CRs, on the debt ceiling, we had between 70 and 90 at the end of the day. You That's exactly added, right. 70 and 90. Yep. Is, uh, and you'll stay through the next block because I want to get technical for this audience because the audience loves the details. The... Um, well, you're talking We've about got to get it up higher than well, that. Because, I know that I'm gonna because they're going to get to the suspension. Well, this is the thing: is McCarthy not back in Bakersfield because we suspended the rules and yeah. had to have Democrats? The only way a suspension of the rules, by the way, folks, that's when you can get around the rules committee. Why do you get around the rules committee? Because we've got some MAGA guys in there, right, who are not exactly. going to bring this to the floor. They're just exactly. going to say, "Hey, tough break for a swell guy." This doesn't meet our requirements. Or even if it came out to the floor, let's just say that that, that that we couldn't hold it in rules committee. If it came out to the floor, we still have the ability, as long as they don't suspend the rules, to shut it down. Yes. There's some procedural ta yes. tactics that we can use so to shut it the down. The only way he can get it to the floor and get a vote, you have to suspend the rules. I thought everybody swore that after the McCarthy fiasco and they did that, no more. And I think Johnson did it one time, but swore again the same time he swore no more CRs. Right. No more suspension of the rules. Right. I'm not single use, subject legislation. I'm single subject, and I'm yeah. not going to use Democratic votes. Yeah. Yeah. That's what. That's what we hear. Well, how do we? I'll gladly pay you tomorrow how, how do you, for a hamburger but, yeah, today. But how are you? I mean, how can the guy look you in the eye on suspension of rules, on not having Democrat votes, and not bringing any more CRs, and still remain Speaker of the House? I don't know. I I have been very clear that he knows the right thing to do, and he's getting extremely poor counsel from his staff. And again, well, it stands for the McCarthy guys. He hasn't changed. He hasn't. He should fire all of them. They give and him, I, I come I've out publicly. He should fire all of them. Get rid of all of them. He's, they're giving him bad counsel. They're undermining him. They're hurting his confidence. Get rid of all of them. Okay, we're going to take a short commercial break. Congressman Matt Rosendale from the great state of Montana joins us as one of the fire breathers. Folks should know there's a lot going on behind the scenes. This is now a outright, outright firefight. Uh, and our thing is, hey, if you don't shut down the border, you shut down the government. You defunded at midnight on uh, Friday. I don't even know if the Senate can even move by then. We're going to take a short commercial break. Be back in the warm in just a moment. We will fight till they're all gone. We rejoice when there's no more. Let's take down the CCP. As we head toward a presidential election in November, one thing you can be sure of, 2024 will be a tumultuous year like no other. How will your hard-earned savings fare during this year? You're already seeing the impacts of inflation at the pump, the grocery store. The dollar continues to lose buying power quicker than your wages can increase. How are you protecting your savings? Consider diversifying with gold from Birch Gold Group. For decades, gold has been the choice of investors and central banks to hedge against inflation. Now you can own it in a tax-sheltered IRA with the help of Birch Gold. Just text 
Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898. And Birch Gold will send you a free info kit on gold. They'll help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into an IRA in gold. And the best part, you don't have to pay a penny out of pocket. With an A-plus rating, with the Better Business Bureau, thousands of satisfied customers, you can trust Birch Gold. Text Bannon to 989898 to claim your free info kit. That's Bannon to 989898. And secure your savings now. Take action. Text Bannon at 989898. Action, action, action. Continue to strengthen him. Protect him. Grant him your courage and wisdom and counsel. Father, restore America as a light to the nations. Make America great again. We pray these things in the name above all names, Jesus Christ, amen. Shout. Okay, you just saw the prayer. Uh, they're actually up in New Hampshire. They're going to have a they're going to have a pre card, uh, an undercard for uh, before President Trump. I think he left the courthouse. Boris is going to join us at the bottom of the hour. And get us update. Pretty wild day in New York. Very wild day here in the nation's capital. As people, they're going to get back together tonight. Tomorrow is going to be, I'm sure, a pretty big throwdown. Um, here's what I don't get. And I think here's what frustrates the audience. They make these calls, and you know they hear these excuses. What does leadership – we understand the American people are in back of us for a shutdown, and you're not going to jeopardize national security. But Andy Biggs has got something up today. He does. T- t- walk me through what exactly okay, we're so talking here's, about. Here's a, as, as the landscape right now, okay, if we didn't do anything, Social Security, Medicare, Medicaid, and veterans' benefits would all be paid right now. Andy Biggs has introduced a, a piece of – Because their entitlements, they just go out – Their entitlements, that right. stuff is on autopilot, okay? Uh, Biggs is bringing in a bill today. I co-sponsored it, and it's to make sure that all of the – basically the national security apparatus is going to be in place as well. We're going to make sure our soldiers get paid. We're going to make sure CBP gets paid. We're going to make sure FAA gets paid. We've got to keep air traffic going around. Of, yes. Okay. So all that stuff w- 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 would continue. Right. And, and so all of the fears that, oh my gosh, there's going to be this tremendous shutdown and anyone else, quite frankly, even the, 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 the biggest bureaucrats in Washington, D.C. will still get paid. It'll be deferred. Yeah. Okay. They may Absolutely. not get paid for a couple of weeks, but they're going to get paid. So we have this, this under control. Not, this audience doesn't like that doesn't either. Doesn't care but, about but, those but, people but, anyway. Hold it, but that's that's a so essentially you shut down some museums, and I think the World War II vets who are still alive would say, "Hey, if you got to shut down the World War II monument to secure save the border, our country, to save our country, I think I'll take that." Time. Those those heroes, right. okay, those Guys, heroes, yes. they're going to be the first yes. ones to sign on the line and yes. say that's okay with us. So, You're daggone right. What is it about leadership? We know the polling's with us. They, of course, they're going to get you know every night on MSNBC and CNN, they're going to get uh, pilloried. But that's not the point. The American people understand that, and you raise this up that hey, unless it's taken care of. You don't fund the rest of the government. You make it an issue to start to drive it. There is a much greater risk of us having a problem within our country because we have a wide open southern border or a problem with us financially because we have compiled $34 trillion in debt 
to, to have the reserve currency change, the petrodollar change, those two imminent national security threats are are much greater, okay, than than having the federal is government. Is that ever discussed with the the, the speaker it and is. the leadership? It is. And he, does he acknowledge that? Why does he keep coming out and saying we're making progress? I cut sixteen billion dollars. I took ten billion out of the IRS and delayed it, and I got six billion from COVID. Sixteen billion on a two trillion dollar deficit. Is is a couple of Nothing. hours. Of, it's a couple of days of interest yeah. only. And here's the thing: the two trillion dollars is in perpetuity right now. It's a structural exactly. deficit. Actually, it's three because you're going to take another trillion all for the five trillion that we generate in revenue and use it to pay the current interest on the debt that we have. So really, you're looking at three trillion dollars a year that you're com- um, uh, piling on top of the $34 trillion that we currently have. As and we read, have those discussions, it, and I speak. Re, Reason Magazine, right? Reason Magazine has extrapolated out. I got the first one. I said, hey, it'll take 90 days in the fall from September 18th to basically Christmas to go from 33 to 34. They're projecting by the end of March, before March Madness is over, by the end of March, we will add another trillion. trillion. We'll be at thirty-five trillion. We're going to be at fifty trillion in five years. This—that is a crisis. It will that- consume fifty percent of all the revenue the federal government collects, and people are having conversations. The interest payments. They're just servicing the interest and never paying back. Not Understand, a penny. You'll never pay back a penny of principal. No. No. And, 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 and okay, if so you're what, consuming in five right, years, if you're consuming fifty percent right. of the of the revenue that the federal government it. collects. If you think we're having difficult times now trying to make yeah. cuts, what are you going to do in five years? And that is why this is a national okay. security With threat. With 10 million illegal alien invaders across the border in the country, we don't know where any of them are. And who tells me that? The inspector general tells me that. With uh, Biden, Langford's plan codifies that. Joke. That is a terrible plan. What do you tell people in Oklahoma right now, the great patrons in Oklahoma, that know that Senator Langford from a great state like Oklahoma would come out and essentially codify the moment you give work permits to the invaders, you're going to have another 200 million people here. I went to Oklahoma last year to campaign, okay, for Josh Burkeen as he was trying to win his election. And I traveled from Bartlesville all the way to the Texas border. Those people are not going to support Jim Langford's plan. Trust me. Those folks in Muskogee, they're not supporting this plan. What uh, tell me? Uh, do you think his plan will be killed and thwarted even before McConnell? Because McConnell said something that's been leaked. He says we got to go now because he says obviously Trump's going to win and you'll never get a deal with Trump on the border like this. It's an that, amnesty bill. It's an amnesty bill. That's exactly what it is. If you take the provisions of HR two, which we passed and we sent over to the Senate, the House did. Okay, that does several things. But the three big things that it does is continues the construction of the border wall, the security system, the fiber optics, the cameras, the lights and the roads. The second thing that it does is it puts in statute a piece of legislation that I've introduced to the one 17th and the 118th Congress remain in Mexico. So that all these folks that are coming in claiming asylum have to remain in yes. Mexico. And then the third thing it does is it directs ICE to get back to conducting their raids and deporting people. Yep. If you do those three things initially, that's good. That's you will good have start. an incredible impact. You guys passed HR2. And right. at first, it's kind of a messaging bill, but it's, it, it is something that's actually been passed by the House of Representatives. Biden's put up a proposal. The Senate's giving you nothing. Why do you guys not every day hammer, hey, we passed H.R. 2 and we want a response to it? If you want to, this is this is the baseline. If you want to come and opine to that and tell me your changes on that or even parts that we don't like, but you must opine to that. 
Don't exactly. give me another bipartisan Langford thing. He's working with Schumer right. and all these open borders amnesty guys over there. And we're not interested in what Biden has to say because that's not a bill. It's another proposal. Why is leadership not hammering that every second? Because they don't know how to negotiate a transaction. That's the short answer. There is no reason for us to be negotiating against ourselves. Exactly. And when we go in and we start negotiating in addition to H.R. 2, when it is lying in the Senate right now, we have sent over uh, seven of our appropriation bills. That is what we should be taking up and saying, what are you going to do to counter our offer of H.R. 2 and the seven appropriation bills that we have already sent over to the United States Senate? And we need to tie those together. We have a unique opportunity here. I am tired of hearing the talking heads, okay, or the Senate talk about, here's our red line. Chuck Schumer and Mitch McConnell get together, okay, and the people that they're trying to bring into office, uh, and they say, this is, is, is a hard stop for us. We're not going to take up HR. How come when the Senate makes that proclamation, then it's – we're being difficult. We're being obstructionist. But when the House of Representatives passes legislation and we send it over to the Senate, that, that we, we feel compelled to go back over and negotiate ourselves against ourselves. Ridiculous. That's the, Ridiculous. I've negotiated for many years, yes. many contracts, many agreements. You don't negotiate against yourself. Uh, the number is 202-225-3121. What is your guidance? Got a couple minutes here. People look to you as one of the leaders of, of this that has kept some sanity. What do you recommend the Warren Posse say when they call either their representatives or another representative? Absolutely. What they, they make it very simple. Your message should be that we should not be funding any more of the federal government that is not already in place now until we pass H.R. 2 or something that is very, very close to it so that we can secure our southern border because it is an imminent national security threat. So you're saying if, Easy you, don't, if you don't close the border, then close the government. If you don't close the border, then close the federal government. And how many people – inside the conference, the Hastert rule, uh, we got there almost on Ukraine funding – if you put this forward just to the conference itself, that policy right there, how many votes do you think you'd have today? That's the problem. 40, 70 50, to 90, 70, 70 90 to 90. Max. That's what we typically so we need. Another, you need now, another 30. Now, here, here's something yep. that the posse will understand. Yep. If they suspend the rules, they go around us, everything that we fought for, that you fought for back in January, if they go around and suspend the rules, if we can get that number of of Patriots, okay, the 70 to 90, if we can get that up to 140, then even if they suspend the rules, we can stop that legislation. Okay. We need you on the phones. Would Johnson, that would be, the, correct me if I'm wrong, would that be the end of a speakership if he tried to do a suspension of the rules and we came up and actually blocked it with enough Republicans? That, would, no? be, that would be monumental, and, and, and I just don't think he would sleep well that evening. Yeah, be historic. Uh, where do people go to find out all the information about you? If they want to track me down, it's Matt for Montana. Matt, F-O-R, Montana. Social platforms, website, mattformontana.com or Matt for Montana. How, how concerned are you about the U.S.? Given what you're seeing up here and the lack of focus on getting to the big issues about this massive deficit, before you leave, real quickly, how concerned are you about the dollar being the prime reserve currency. I'm very concerned about that. That's why, that's why I continue to connect the two issues together, and, and we could, should use one on leverage for the other. But when we see the BRICS nations, okay, we see China, we see Russia, we see uh, Brazil, we see the Southern, South America countries working together and already starting to recognize other currency, uh, we've got a problem. The only reason it hasn't folded to this point is because, quite frankly, we're the healthiest person in hospice. 
I mean, yeah. we're in hospice. We're yeah. sick, but everybody else is a little bit more but sick than us. When you have us. Saudi Arabia and UAE, quote unquote, our allies in the Gulf Emirates, uh, getting off the petrodollar for doing deals with China, then you know you got a problem. You, Houston, you, you have problem. a problem. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Thank you very much, uh, Congressman. God bless for coming you. In. It's fantastic. Okay, we're going to take a short commercial break. Make sure to follow up on this. The end of the dollar empire. We're updating. It's all free. We're updating uh, installment three, the debt trap. Make sure you get it. End of the dollar empire. Go to birchgold.com slash Bannon. This crisis of the dollars of prime reserve currency, how it impacts you. Talk to Philip Patrick and team and ask them why gold has been a hedge against times of turbulence for 5,000 years of man's recorded history. Because guess what, folks? We're hitting turbulence right now. Short commercial break. Back in a moment. Tax Network USA is pure war room for solving your IRS tax problems. If you owe back taxes, COVID was your lucky break. Tax court shut down, the IRS paused, and you skated. Well, baby, that party is over. The IRS is adding 20,000 enforcement agents, basically tax cops. Honest, hardworking Americans like you are in the crosshairs. Rich people have tax lawyers, and you don't. You'll pay up, plus interest and penalties. Tax USA Network has brilliant war room type strategies designed to solve your IRS problem quickly in your favor. Never call the IRS yourself. You're at their mercy. You could sit on hold for six to eight hours and get hung up on, grind you for all your back taxes, plus interest and penalties. Tax Network USA attorneys have a preferred direct line to the IRS. They know which agents to talk to and who to avoid. If they get difficult agent, hey, they just call a different agent. Tax Network USA learned of a limited time special IRS offer. The IRS is willing to waive $1 billion in penalties if you qualify. Find out if you qualify before it's too late. Schedule your free confidential consultation with Tax Network USA. They've resolved over $1 billion in tax debts. Think about that. They've resolved over $1 billion in tax debts. They offer a best-in-class client satisfaction guarantee. Now call 1-800-245-6000. That's 1-800-245-6000. And visit Tax Network USA. That's TNUSA.com slash Bannon. TNUSA.com slash Bannon. Make sure you take action on this today. This IRS grind is only going to get much worse. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, Warren Posse, once again, it's on your shoulders. Look, we had a win in Taiwan. Of course, that's bringing the heat, but you expected that. People of Taiwan knew that. We had a win last night. No need to dwell on big victory. Got us momentum. Uh, the ascendancy of the MAGA movement. President Trump did better in virtually every category. I think in every category. I don't know, virtually in every category. DeSantis, I mean, he's wandering around. I think he's polling like 4% in New Hampshire. Nikki came out with another nasty ad today. Um, the, the debate has been canceled. I don't know why in the world Nikki Haley would not get on stage with DeSantis again, at least get some media exposure there, but she's decided not to. There's a bunch of polls running around. Oh, it's tied. Drudge had a big Mac daddy up there. Things tied. Things not tied. And the only way she's getting any traction is all these independents that can vote either way. I think it's 40% of the voting population up there 
and all the ones that lean Democrat are all breaking for her. So, I mean, how can you even consider this uh, logical with uh, with that? But President Trump's going to go really kick it off tonight. He's running a little late. Boris is going to join us in a minute. We're going to get updates on the situation, on this defamation. I mean, they're, they're coming at Trump from every angle. And you heard today from Davos exactly why they're doing it. The globalists don't want him back uh, in any circumstance. Uh, but the big fight before us right now, we got the fight in New Hampshire. We need all the patriots, all of MAGA, particularly folks in New Hampshire, to be all over support there. Make sure you vote, but also make sure that you push out all the social media. John Frederick's going to get the bus up there. A ton going on. A lot of surrogates going up. President Trump, I think, has got events every day. Oh, uh, it, I, I tell you what. I've got grace with Bill Blaster because Bill Blaster is what we need everybody to get. It's totally free. It gives you operating leverage. Just hang on for a second, Grace, because I got Boris. He just stepped out of the courtroom. Boris, what is going on today? Have they hang? I, I, this thing is so confusing to me. I don't exactly understand what's going on. They've already found President Trump, I don't know, guilty or whatever it is of this. And now this is just about uh, having a jury like they did on Rudy come up with a couple hundred million dollars of of, uh, of liabilities. It's very confusing what's going on. Today in court was kind of confusing. So can you make it all make sense to us? Steve, honor be with you, honor be with the posse, within just a couple of hours of this historic win by President Trump in Iowa, the largest win in Iowa caucus history by about three times. And today, President Trump, instead of starting the day in New Hampshire, had to be in court on this absolute nonsense. Remember, President Trump's attorneys actually made a motion to join these two cases, but the judge denied him, just like he's trying to deny the president the opportunity to defend himself against false accusations. But, of course, the president continues to speak, continues to speak truth to power, and be very, very direct that he does not know this woman. He's never met her. Photo line doesn't count. He's never touched her. And he has nothing to do with her whatsoever. And she's, she's trying to sue for defamation for saying that he's wrongfully accused. So if we want to live in a country where people can no longer say, I did not do this, then they can go and support Roberta Kaplan, a Democrat operative, Reed Hoffman, the, the founder of LinkedIn, the, the way, way, way radical Democrat donor, and, and the plaintiff. But the reality is we want to live in America, a country where everybody, from President Trump to any American walking the streets, can say, I am wrongfully accused, and here's why. And here, that's exactly what happened in this case. And Alina Hobbit, she delivered that message beautifully today in her opening statement. I thought the opening statement for the other side, given by a lawyer who's the former law clerk of the judge, given by a lawyer who's the former law clerk of Judge Kaplan, I thought it was very uninspired. But again, just think of the conflict of interest there. That's a direct violation of Ethics Canon 3 of the, for, for federal judges to have that kind of conflict of interest. But, of course, in the rigged system where everybody's coming after President Trump with these election interference hoaxes, that's what happens. But President Trump continues to win, continues to beat him back, and he's on the march. He's now he should be in New Hampshire any moment and is going to deliver another powerhouse, powerhouse address, again, on the heels of the historic win yesterday in Iowa. Okay, hang on with me for a second because I want to talk about the graciousness, the humility last night, total class act. Uh, I want to talk, don't bury the lead on Reed Hoffman. Reed Hoffman, one of Nikki Haley's biggest donors, funding this. Explain to me, because you're the lawyer here, I'm not. Are you telling me President Trump in front of this jury can't sit there and either can't testify or can't say, can't have his lawyer say that he did not do it? Just because the judge or the jury found it, they found the fact that 
they believed he did, but he he can't still profess his innocence. Well, a separate jury in front of the same judge who completely unlawfully, and that case is being appealed, unlawfully denied President Trump the right to bring in facts from the case, which is that the woman doesn't know what, what day this alleged incident, which never happened. She has no, no, no knowledge of the day, the month, the year, the decade. She's never been able to tell a straight story. The judge in that first trial put every kind of roadblock against President Trump's attorneys. The fact that she went on CNN and said, no, 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 this is Donald Trump. It was sexy. The fact that she's changed her story a million times, the fact that she called her African-American husband an ape, the fact that this exact storyline about a similar made-up situation was ripped from a Law & Order episode, which happens to be her favorite show. All of this was not let in by, that, by, by Judge Kaplan. What, what did he let in? Completely prejudicial and irrelevant. The Access Hollywood tape. Two other women who were one of some of those discredited, uh, the, the, the discredited claims from the 2016 campaign, including that ridiculous one from the plane. That trial was a hoax, and President Trump has been steadfast and absolutely direct that he did nothing wrong, that he's wrongfully accused. And yes, in this trial, the judge is trying to prevent him from getting that message out. But President Trump, again, will not be intimidated. He will not be denied. And he continues to speak the truth to power, very much including on his truth account. Uh, Boris, you, you, you kind of coordinate all this. Some of the developments look amazing. Just walk us through. You know, you got Fannie Willis in free fall in Georgia. You got Jack Smith. This thing looks like it could be pushed back years. Um, the, the situation in, in Mar-a-Lago and the raid, that looks like it's going to get pushed back. You're going to end up with the one they never want to do, Alvin Bragg fiasco. But just go tell me, get the audience up to date on exactly what's happened with Jack Smith and what's happening with uh, Fonnie Willis down in, uh, down in Georgia. Of course. They're all hoaxes. I mean, again, to, just to continue for one more second on this, remember, this is the same case where the plaintiff said, oh, I have a dress, I have a dress, a Monica Lewinsky-type dress. And then when it came out that the dress had no connection to the president, she begged the judge to not let the dress into evidence because, it, again, disproves her claims. And what did the judge do? Went right along with the plaintiff and their mischaracterizations. It shows that it's a rigged system. But, again, President Trump continues to win. If you look across the spectrum, the Florida case, that, there's going to be a, schedule, a scheduling conference there in, the, in early March. Judge Cannon just denied uh, the special counsel their request to make President Trump Tell them whether he's going to use a specific defense and advice of counsel defense. Judge Cannon said, "Absolutely not. I am not going to be. I am not going to be making you have the president disclose that ahead of time." So that was a flat denial of the special counsel. Of course, in D.C., you've got the continued fight on presidential immunity, and how can you not have immunity? And even in this case today, the judge said, "Well, you know, it's accepted law that former presidents can be sued." Wrong. Accepted law under Nixon v. Fitzgerald and Blasingame is that former presidents cannot be civilly sued and, as we've heard now from the D.C. arguments, cannot be criminally sued either. There's full criminal and civil immunity for presidents because otherwise you wouldn't have presidents. They couldn't do their jobs. You think Truman would have bombed Hiroshima and Nagasaki if he thought he didn't have immunity? Or would Obama use drones if he thought he didn't have immunity? We wouldn't have presidents. And, hey, if there's no immunity, then let's see what happens after Joe Biden leaves office in terms of the southern border, in terms of our economy, in terms of Afghanistan and all the other disasters perpetrated by corrupt, crooked Joe Biden and, uh, and his henchmen. That's D.C., that's Florida, and then Georgia, total disaster, obviously. More and more information coming out just in the last couple of minutes coming out that, that Farney was did allege seemingly, according to the Daily Caller, pay her, I guess, boyfriend, lover, whatever they call him, 
more that she was that she was paying other attorneys. Completely improper for what it seems. More information to come there. And Steve, as you mentioned, the totally empty Manhattan DA case, the zombie case, as even Mark Pomerantz was calling it, that should have never been brought. That case is by President Trump and his team. Are we doing enough to highlight the fact that this is all radical Democratic operatives that are underwritten by some of the biggest guys in Silicon Valley, particularly Reed Hoffman? And how on God's earth did Nikki Haley, who wants to represent MAGA, who wants to represent the Republican Party, wants to represent the deplorables as a candidate for presidency, running against the leader of that movement, the leader of, the, of, this, uh, of this wing, how could they, she possibly take money from Reed Hoffman at the same time Reed Hoffman is funding uh, what is the, trying to be the destruction of President Trump? It's all election interference. It's clear as day. And they are so desperate. Why? Because President Trump continues to dominate. And, yes, we have to continue to bring to light that, that this is far-left, radical, liberal money that's financing these attacks. And that's all it is. I mean, look at Roberta Capital. The, the attorney just got beaten in the ACN case of President Trump, but she came out there years ago and says, but, uh, to paraphrase, I'm going to defeat the president by choking him with civil lawsuits. These are election interfering attacks. Everybody's got to scream that from the rooftops, but also recognize the fact that the American people see right through it. And that's why President Trump's approval keeps going higher and higher and higher. Uh, Crooked Crook Joe Biden has got nothing, not elected to stand up. Uh, Boris, uh, also 30 states are, are trying to jump on this 14th Amendment. I know you guys got that covered. It's going to go to the Supreme Court. Uh, before I let you go, uh, just an incredible job. And I might uh, make sure the president remind him of this next time you see him, Boris, that last night the entrance polls to go into the caucuses, I think it was between 67 percent and 75 percent of the caucus goers, depending on which firm you were looking at believe that Joe Biden is illegitimate, a usurper sitting at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. So I think we've gotten the message out. I think we put the information out and people no have come to the decision. Would you agree with me on that? I agree with Would you completely. You? And somebody who I respect a lot has said for years that election of consequences, stolen elections have catastrophic consequences. Steve, you've said it time and time again, and it's the truth. That's why we're living in a decrepit country, and only President Trump could save it and bring it back to greatness. Uh, Boris, how do people follow you on social media? Now more than ever, you need to force, uh, follow Boris. He's He's got about 50 balls in the air at any one time. Uh, where, how do people follow you, sir? We've got full-spectrum dominance. Follow me. The website is hot right now, BorisCP.com. Sign up right now, BorisCP.com. Hot on Getter at BorisCP. Twitter at BorisCP. Hot on True Social at Boris. The hottest on the ground, Boris underscore Epstein. Stay strong. God bless and all offense. Uh, Boris, thank you very much for joining us. Appreciate it. Wow. This thing today, man, was a firestorm in, in Manhattan. And President Trump not going back off an inch. Um, Grace Chung, Bill Blaster, you guys have done an incredible job, you and the development team. This is it's totally free, but it's to give people what we call operating leverage. Give me a minute on this. I'm going to hold you through the break. Tell me about Bill Blaster. You guys have worked nonstop, 24-7, to make sure it's everywhere on every platform. Tell me about it. Yes. So first, I wanted to give an update with Bill Blaster. We're about to officially release the Android version, but we are looking for Android beta testers for the next two weeks. So if you're interested, send our development team an email at info at billblasterapp.org and include what device you have. And also, we will make the app available for all iPhones as soon as tomorrow, so be on the lookout for that. And for those that are new to Bill Blaster, it's an app that was made for the posse. 
And you can call your representative or senator with virtually one touch. You can search your representative or anyone across the country. You can send them tweets. You can, um, we've actually added in the Facebook, so you can check their Facebook, visit their website, call them. And I just want to add that, and Steve, you sort of mentioned, you mentioned this in the morning, um, don't let fear or discouragement hold you back. They want you to be scared. They want you to be tired. They want you to give up. Psychological warfare operation is to break your will to resist. It is to make you believe Amen. that resistance is futile. So this app, Bill Blaster, is our weapon. It's our leverage. When tens of thousands of us are calling Washington, Grace, hang on one second. We're going to take a short break. Grace Chung on the other side. Are you tired of progressive corporations and exhausted trying to keep up with all the virtue signaling when you're simply trying to buy products? Progressive corporate America continues to push messaging that further alienates conservative Americans, all while eroding the future of the American dream. It's prominent all over the country. Companies like Starbucks strong-arming their customers to support abortion. Financial services like PayPal canceling customers for their political views. Makeup companies like Maybelline making a mockery of women by supporting transgender models. And beer companies like Bud Light forcing gender ideology on you when all you want is to enjoy a cold beer. Thankfully, we don't have to fund these companies any longer with our hard-earned dollars. With Public Square, we now have a solution. It's simple. Join the movement of millions of patriotic Americans who love truth, our country, and our Constitution at publicsq.com. That's publicsq.com. Public Square is an app and website where you can get connected to tens of thousands of businesses from all different industries that share your value for life, family, and freedom. Whether you're looking to buy coffee, find a new athletic clothing that knows what a woman is, and shop for clean skincare, or simply find a new restaurant in your community that won't lecture you about your political views. PublicSQ.com is your resource. Public Square also offers discounts to many high-quality businesses on the platform so that you can actually receive incentive for spending money with companies that don't hate you. Public Square is free to join as consumer or a business owner, and you can get started today at PublicSQ.com. Remember, either as a consumer or a business owner. Download the app now. That's publicsq.com, publicsq.com. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bath. Bill Blast is totally free. We built it so that you guys can be empowered. You can be more efficient, more effective, take less time, and get over target more. Uh, Grace, I'm going to hold you into the next hour also, Grace, but go back and give me that. Give me a two minutes on that. Uh, don't fear that they're trying to psychologically break you in psychological warfare. Give me your pitch on fear not. Psychological warfare operation is to break your will to resist. It's to make you believe that resistance is futile. So this app, Bill Blaster, is our weapon. And when tens of thousands of us are calling Washington, it sends a very powerful message. This is real power, calling our representatives. And we have fire breathers like Representative Rosendale that just said he needs 
the posse to be calling every single representative and to be putting pressure on them. And then we have um, rhino Republicans like Representative Bacon saying that pressure campaigns don't work. Well, we know it works. So it is crucial, especially this week, that we call our representatives and put pressure yeah. on them to shut down the either shut down the border or shut down the government. And this is a tool for, you know, we're providing tools and to make it much more efficient and and just easier for anybody to use. Yeah. Um, I love this beta site test. We're, just hold on because I'm holding you to the next hour. Where do people go okay. right now? Uh, particularly if they got an iPhone to, t- to download it. So you can go to warroom.org on the Get Involved tab. You can also go to billblasterapp.org or just search it in the Apple uh, App Store. I did see some comments saying that, oh, it doesn't work on any other iPhone versions. That is going to be le- be released this week, as I mentioned. Yeah. So all iPhones yeah. can be, um, anyone can use it. So make sure to and go and download that on the end. Yeah. And we need vo- we need volunteers because we want to do a quick beta test, beta site. So uh, make sure you volunteer, coordinate with Grace. Grace, hang on. Uh, I want to bring you in for the next hour, too. This bill blaster, particularly the clock strikes midnight on Friday. The government is has no more money. We've we've kicked this can down the road since September 30th of 2023. And the fight now here is engaged. Either shut down the border or shut down the government. Very simple. That's the mantra. 202-225-3121. Make sure you call and uh, talk to your representative or their staff. Uh, and it also helps call locally. That's what Bill Blast is for. It gives you that number right away. Mike Lindell, uh, huge victory last night. It's the 15th anniversary of your, uh, of your getting off of, uh, of getting your life together. Uh, very big. President Trump is heading to New Hampshire. And the word I get is that the speech may start actually before 7 o'clock, so we're going to play it in the second hour if he does. This is kind of firing off the football since uh, one week from uh, from today. That's when we put uh, Nikki Haley um, out to pasture uh, as we roll up this uh, primary, end this primary, which should have never started. $250 million has been spent to date. Wasted money. Mike Lindell, yep. could you use a little of that to uh, help with election fraud and election integrity and the Election Crime Bureau? They spent... A quarter of a billion dollars in and around Iowa on ads, on ground game, on all of it. Was that the biggest waste of money you've ever seen? Absolutely the biggest waste of money. They should all get behind our great real president right now. The money needs to be spent on securing our election platforms and getting our real president, Donald Trump, uh, in and winning the general election. This is, uh, you know, you head to New Hampshire now. Steve, I would love to. Uh, I'm hoping I can get up there because that uh, that horrible governor up there, uh, Sununi, him and I go go back quite a ways. And, uh, um, you know, we get blocked all the time as we go into states by these uniparty Republicans. And it's disgusting. And uh, but um, um, he's going to have a historic victory in New Hampshire, too. You watch um, this is um, we're living in the best times ever to be alive because uh, we are winning at every we're winning everywhere. People, Steve, when I go down the streets of the country, the people that don't have any hope or are feeling hopeless, they're chronic Fox watchers. They watch Fox News all day long. They don't tell you anything about hope that's going on out there or any of the stuff going on. And um, and by the way, I didn't hear from Fox today either. I reached out to their CEO and said, why, why are we canceled? And I haven't heard back. Um, I want to get a personal meeting. I, hold, and, it, uh, hold it. Hold it. Hang on. I think you I think you did hear back. 
They're not interested in the MyPillow ads. You spend hundreds of millions of dollars with those guys. They don't care because that gives you exposure. People know you're close to President Trump. People know no. that you're one of the biggest election, uh, uh, it, it, you know, election security people, election crime bureau people in this country. They particularly yep. want to do it with Iowa, and they don't want to do it through New Hampshire. As long as the as long as uh, the Lincoln Project, as long as Nikki Haley and her donors and Reed Hoffman keeps writing her checks that, to 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 ding up President Trump, they're not going to have you back on Fox. It's not going to happen, sir. Yeah. It sure seems like that. It sure seems like, uh, you know, that I'm so associated that if when you see me, you're seeing the president. It's like a it's like a free ad every time a my pillow ad would come on. And they did the same thing in 2020. Facebook did when they actually took me out of my own commercials or they wouldn't let me run my pillow ads. And and they called it political ads. Then I mean, it's just it's just disgusting. This cancel culture they're doing to try and cancel out my voice. It's not working, Steve. When they do this stuff. I just get louder, and uh, and uh, by but, the way, but, we're passing up. Fox, yeah, huh? that Fox's loss is our gain. So what do what do you got a- for our absolutely audience? all the? I'm telling you, everybody. Last Wednesday, they turned down our ads and wouldn't accept cash money for an ad test. So now their loss is your gain, everybody. We were doing these blankets. All the new blankets came in, and there's all different kinds of these amazing blankets as low as twenty nine ninety nine. And they call it the Fox sale, okay? Promo code War Room, free shipping on your entire order. That's everything on the website we're going to give free shipping on. But go there and check out all these blankets. It's cold outside, but it's warm inside with these blankets. And I'll tell you, all of the, then you got the, the down comforters. We extended them. They were extending the MyPillow 2.0. That's another ad that Fox was going to get. It was exclusive to the War Room Posse. I guess it still is exclusive to yeah. the War Room Posse. $29.98 for the MyPillow Queen size, uh, MyPillow 2.0, $5 more for the King. Uh, the, the flannel sheets are still on sale. You click on those sheets there, you get all of our sheets. Uh, the flannel sheets is what you need right now. They're on sale. And, and all yeah. those sales, but then take advantage of the free shipping with those big ticket items. We we made we built the best mattresses ever made and the best mattress toppers ever made. Get that free shipping. It's on me. I'm yeah. going to put it out there. We'll and uh, and pay your shipping for you. Call them operators. Keep them busy. Steve, without the warm room posse, I think my employees would be very concerned. Thank but you bro. guys have been our been at our back. Eight hundred. 800-873-1062, MyPillow.com, promo code WARROOM. Check out the special today. Fox ain't got them, but you do. Short break. Back for the second hour of the War Room. In just a moment. I want to warn you of a huge change that could be coming to our money in our bank accounts. First, think back to 9-11, shortly after the government pushed through the Patriot Act. This gave the government power to spy on innocent Americans by monitoring our phone and email and tracking our movement across the Internet. Now, Jim Rickards, editor of the independent financial newsletter Strategic Intelligence and New York Times bestselling author, is warning about a coming event that could elevate this governmental surveillance to a terrifying new level. In fact, 